1: podcast this is multifamily investing made simple where uh we try to you know talk about real estate and take the complexity out of it sometimes we succeed more times than not we play all blindly in the darkness my name's anthony this is dan
2: yeah sometimes we get close i mean we never hit it on the bullseye but sometimes we're, we're kind of close
1: i try just to get in like the general vicinity yeah of That's the target for. yeah did you know my my last name vicino is derived from the same root word of vicinity, close. I did not. Or know neighbor. That. Yeah. Now you know. Oh. Because so whenever you say vicinity, just know like, that's you. I'm. I'm. That's me. That's my. That's my lineage. You are. We're close. The general We're vicinity. close, but never on.
2: <laughs> okay. I'll take. Yeah.
1: So, <coughs> I'm a little bit under the weather today, listeners. So I might have either an ev- even sexier baritone. Or more likely, it's like a nasally, <laughs> um, nasally tone that's very hard to listen to. So, Dan, you're going to carry this conversation. Okay,
2: on. we'll let the listeners be the judge. Is it sexy or is it gross? Is
1: it, yeah, maybe it's both. <laughs> maybe maybe, it's maybe you're a weird listener, and you're like, "Hmm, it's kind of both." Yeah, <laughs> not 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 yucking your yum, not you know, hating on your kink. So, Dan, today this episode is a short one. It's a quickie. Mm. We're just going to get in. We're going to get out. We're going to have our fun. We're going to drop some. I don't know about value, but we're going to drop something. What is the hardest business decision we've ever had to make?
2: Well, the first thing that popped into my head when this episode was proposed was, well, they're all hard. Like, I feel like every decision we have to make as a business is is difficult because it has to. it's going to impact so many people. Yeah. Uh, whether it's investors or residents or team members. Um, you know, we've got a lot of people that, that rely on us in one way or another. So we don't really take any decision lightly. But... Yeah.
1: Um. And on that real quickly. So Tony Robbins has this bit where he talks about like the, the power of a decision. And Mm -hmm. I I wrote a blog on this a long time ago where he's like, the reason decisions are so hard is like, if you look at the root word again of decision, it's from like the same root word of like decimate effectively where it's like, you're cutting off, you're cutting off optionality. When you make a decision, you're saying I'm, I'm choosing a path, all these other options that were available to me. I've cut those off Mm -hmm. and now I'm going down the one and i think the reason decisions are hard especially for us in the sense of like we talk about this all the time like maintain optionality
2: we love options we love
1: having options this I is why i try committing. i hate i try <laughs> to delay a decision as long as possible yeah until the very last moment that i have to make it and then i make it but i think part of that struggle is like not fomo like fear of like what could be mm-hmm. but just knowing like okay once we commit to this path it's it's this path
2: yeah options are valuable so mm-hmm. you know you feel like you're kind of Losing an asset, so to speak, you know, if you make that decisions uh, and all those other ones go away. But, you know, to kind of answer the question, once I got over the fact that, okay, they're all hard decisions, but that's not a good answer. The next thing that came to mind immediately after that was pretty much any time we've had to terminate uh, a team member. Kill them? Yeah.
1: Jesus. You can't can't have any loose ends. We've never, we've never killed anybody lightly.
2: Let's just say we've, we've really. Think about (laughs) it. We think hard on it. Long time. Yep. But once the
1: decision's made, they're gone. They're done.
2: No, we we haven't killed a guy in this country. But um, (laughs) I will say that, you know, we haven't, we've actually only, I want to say we've only actually terminated one person. Yep. And the others, we had some tough conversations and, you know, they ended up, you know, leaving on their own accord, more or less.
1: Sort of. I think there was technically two. Yeah, no, yeah. no, you're right, you're right because the, yeah the one I'm thinking of, he actually did leave on his own accord. but yeah, on paper on paper they yeah. left. but the the sitting down and letting somebody go is always very hard because they they were awesome at some point that made you think like they could be a good p- member of the team. and then you have to wrestle with the what I always think of is like slack or lack. Is it on the one hand, do they lack the the resources, the trainings, the expectations? have they been set clearly enough? Do they lack something? that we have not given them to succeed or are they slacking? And and that's just generally like they're just not doing the work. And it's important, I think, to always assume that you're the one that fault and saying like, Oh, we tried everything. Like I I have to do more. But then at a certain point you have to make the decision. I think that's the part we've struggled with is making the decision sooner.
2: Yes. Yeah. Cause it's, it it sucks. Even though even when somebody is like absolutely horrendous uh, in their position and it's, blatantly obvious that they shouldn't be there it's still really hard to sit down and have that conversation i think there was actually another guy that i I forgot about uh it was a short-lived maintenance position way back in the day oh sure and this was another one where it was just clearly a bad uh fit he was barely even showing up when he did show up he wasn't even working um so it should have been you know you'd think on paper that would be an easy call to make an easy conversation but it was it still ruined the entire day for me i just feel like crap afterwards yeah
1: um, well it's bad for them to I, it, <clears throat> what's interesting is so here at Invictus we had one big fire or not fire he actually ended up leaving but it was getting to the point where we we're going to fire him yeah. and it was really hard to make that decision for a long time because he was in such a key role yeah and it was <clears throat> a role that we knew was going to be very very hard to fill and so it was kind of like the devil you know is better than one that you don't even have and so we kept him for much longer than necessary and then once we got rid of once he left um, you know things changed pretty quickly for the better and it was a very similar situation that we had at Escape back in 2017. We had this almost identical personality. The, the guy was great at one point in the business, but as we started scaling, have big, bigger teams, more systems, he no longer re- he no longer thrived in, this, in the same way. And we were terrified of letting him go because we didn't see clearly how we were going to replace him. And so we are like, well, we need a body and they're doing the work, so we'll just keep him in there for now. But then once we did finally let him go... Like we didn't still have the next person lined up, but now necessity demanded that we find that person. And we did.
2: Yeah. I think it's honestly the, it has a similar feeling to being in like a bad relationship. Yes. Where like, you know that you shouldn't be with this person, but you're so used to it. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, even though like, you know, it's horrible. And then in retrospect, you're like, Oh my God, why did I, why I draw ever. that out for so long? Yeah. Um, but I will say the general like, across the board, um, pretty much all the people that haven't been a good fit here, with the exception of that one, I mean, that's guy who that, that was a total just slack situation, but most everybody else, it's been primarily a cultural clash type of situation mm-hmm. where the values didn't really line up with ours. And we found that out too late. And early on, we, uh, we just didn't do a good job of defining those on the front end and kind of hire through the lens of those values. Now we do. And we, we you know, built a much, a much better team because I think we hired with, with that, you know, In the first position, like, okay, do you align on the values? Because we could train on technicals, we can teach you pretty much anything, but if those core values aren't in alignment, then it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how smart you are how technically good you are to think, like, we can't teach you to have values to align with ours. They either do or they don't.
1: A really good book on this topic is by Ben Horowitz, The Hard Thing About Hard Things, Mm -hmm. and he talks in there about the things that, like, a lot of entrepreneurship, entrepreneur books don't really talk about is, like, oh yeah, scaling and growing and defining the goal. And like, those are so hard. But he's like, no, like what's really hard is firing people. And so like he spends like a couple of chapters on like, how do you fire people? How do you do that? Like, and not just fire people, but then how do you lay off like a chunk of the company? Because he had to do that a number of times. And, on the one hand, how do you do that in a respectful way for those individuals being let go who were like family, you know, maybe they're being let go in a situation that it's not really their fault at all. And then how do you maintain morale amongst the people who are still on the team after that? And so that's a really good book on the topic. If anybody's wrestling with I it I wish home.
2: I'd read that a long time ago, because we did a deep dive on that, I think yeah. sometime within the last year here. And that was one of my big takeaways, not because I love firing people, but because I was like, oh, this is a really good way to look at it and approach it and Kind of gave you the framework basically for how to effectively navigate that because it, it's inevitable if you Ooh. have a business. You're
1: gonna have to do it eventually. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's the hardest business decision that we've ever had to make. Um, I got. I got nothing. I'm done. I'm dry. I'm gonna go eat some soup and l- lay in a hammock. Actually, I'm not. It's it's snowed. Yeah. Don't it's like that. October yeah, 12th like and it's snowed. Thanks, Minnesota. All right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for being here. We love you.